Hello, Common Ground, and those who don't commonly listen to this podcast. Uh, Evan here, coming to you from episode three of our podcast on praying the Psalms. As we look at not just how to learn about each Psalm, but how to learn from the Psalm, um, how to have our lives and specifically our prayer lives changed by this beautiful guide of prayers and songs that we call the Book of Psalms. And so today, we're going to be look at, looking at Psalm 23, the Psalm that we just learned about on Sunday in the sermon, what is most likely the most popular Psalm in the entire Bible. Some would say, the most popular chapter in the entire Bible, and one of the Psalms, one of the lines that people have memorized more so than any other line in the Bible, and we're going to look at it as a guide for our prayer life. And as we have done in the past, we've just looked at, you know, some of the theory in using the Psalms as a prayer guide, and then with Psalm 119 last week, we looked at how to use it as a prayer guide for others and, and how to just insert someone else's name into the text. Psalm 23 is a little different in nature, and the way that we are going to use Psalm 23 as a prayer guide is going to be a little more reflective. It's going to take a little more reflection from us to be shaped and formed by the lessons learned and by the instruction given in Psalm 23. And so hopefully you're ready to do that right now. You are ready um, to take a step back and to look at your life and to consider how God as your shepherd, how, how God saying that we lack nothing and how God's guaranteed presence with us truly changes things and truly changes the way we think, the way we act, the way we live. And so thanks for joining us today as we lean into Psalm 23 as a prayer guide. So Psalm 23, this very well-known, very famous psalm, can really be summed up quite simply as God provides for and protects his people, and God is present with his people always. And because of this, you know, we can turn to prayer, and then there are a lot of implications, as we talked about in the sermon. Um, But what I want to do today is just look at some of the key statements or some of the key ideas here in Psalm 23 and really focus and reflect and pray into those. And so we're going to look at, anytime we look at a psalm, of course you want to pay attention to really what stands out to you, okay? You know, what lines maybe are hard for you to pray or what lines do you sense God saying, okay, this is for you, this is what you need to pray. But also we want to look at, you know, what is the main idea here and what, what might God be calling everyone through this psalm to pray through? And so we're going to look at a few of those lines that are just very obviously the focus of this psalm, or very obviously just the outworking of it, you know, because there's a lot of statements about God in this, you know, God is my shepherd, God does this. And then the psalmist says, because of this, this, essentially. And when we look at Psalm 23, the very first line, the very first verse is, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. And so those last three words, I lack nothing, we can see here is the main idea of what that means for us. God is our shepherd, and there's so much into that, and we, we really leaned into the nitty-gritty details of what that means. But for us, what that means is that we lack nothing, which is truly something that is hard to say for ourselves, and something that I would say I need to pray into. I need to pray that that my perception of lacking nothing truly matches the reality. 
because oftentimes I don't feel like I lack nothing. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I lack. And so right now, that's what I want to lean into. I want to lean into this bold statement that follows David's proclamation that that God is his shepherd, and therefore he lacks nothing. Because for me, that doesn't even seem possible, right? To never need anything. Uh, or in the ESV, it says, you know, I, sh- I shall not want. Because I want a lot of things. I want a lot of things, and I feel like I lack a lot of things. But the message of Psalm 23 is that God provides all that we really need. You know, and this includes everything. Our physical needs, our spiritual needs, our emotional needs. God provides all that. And he gives us all that we need. And so we have to take a step back and see, are we really living like that? Or are we living like we lack a lot of things? And and to use the ESV's language, are we wanting a lot? The ESV says, I shall not want, uh, but we know that we want a lot. And so right now, and maybe you have to pause this or maybe you have to come back to it later. Right now, I want you to consider, what do you want? You know, what are you after? What do you think you lack? What do you think you need? And I would ask you to to hand that over to Jesus. This would be a good place to pause and consider, what am I after right now? What do I think that I need? Maybe that means you need to go onto your Amazon account and empty your cart and, uh, and change your consumption habits or to look at the different things that you've been seeking to buy, seeking to purchase, seeking to add to your life, to your home, to your wardrobe, whatever it might be, and live into the reality that you don't lack those things, um, that you shall not want because the shepherd has provided all that you need. Uh, Or maybe it means considering what you've been pursuing recently and in terms of maybe a relationship, a new job, a success at work, a house, some kind of achievement, uh, whatever it might be, something you feel that you lack. Maybe it's a, a personal skill or something about yourself that you just feel like you're lacking in courage or wisdom or the skill at work. Would you turn to God and thank him for all that he has provided for you and that it's not truly a lack? Would you pause and reflect on what that might be? What might you be pursuing? And repent of of how we have pursued so many other things as if we lack them. And then we can turn to God and we can thank him that that we can pursue some of these good things like relationships and achievements and, and jobs and houses. And we can pursue those things and have ambition, not because we need them, not because we lack them, but just because God wants us to have this abundant life and because God provides for us abundantly. That even if we have all of our needs, God just is so rich in his blessing and he gives us so many bonuses at it. And truly, I think this changes the way that we pursue the things we want in life when we don't pursue them out of lack. I think pursuing something out of lack is is idolatry. It's as if to say that my life is not complete or I am not happy or I am not where I want to be until I have these things. And I think to lean into Psalm 23... God is our shepherd, therefore I lack nothing, therefore I shall not want. It is to say, I'm okay without these things. (laughs) You know, it's a bonus if I get them, but I will not pursue them to the point of idolatry. I will not pursue them to the point of sin or to the point of obsession. Or if I don't get them, it won't wreck my life or it won't get me down. But because God is my shepherd, I lack nothing. And so would you consider, what is it? What is it that you feel like you lack? 
And would you bring that to God and thank him for the fact that you truly don't lack anything? And then the other line that I think is is so critical to Psalm 23 that really, really sums up the entire passage is at the end of verse 4. Verse 4 says, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. And that line, for you are with me, is really one of the main messages of this entire psalm. For God is with us. And it's at the very center of this psalm where we see what is often called the valley of the shadow of death, right? Or in the NIV, the darkest valley. And that's a reality that all of us face. Um, All of us face these dark valleys, these seasons of brokenness and pain in our lives. But yet in the face of that, God promises to be with us. He promises to protect us. And his presence with us and the fact that we are able to say, this might be hard, but I am not alone, is incredibly important. That he promises to be with us. And today we know that Jesus is our good shepherd and Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit as really the culmination of this psalm uh, in order to protect us and to be with us forever. You know, Jesus said he would never leave us. Um, and so he sent the Holy Spirit to be with us for the rest of our lives. And, and so at this time, as we reflect on this idea that God is with us, God is with us even in the darkest valley, um, would you just consider maybe what is that valley in your life? What is the hard brokenness, the pain? What is that thing that you would consider is your valley of the shadow of death, is the darkness in your life? And would you just ask God's presence to be tangible in that? Would you just pause and recognize that God is with you in that? And would you consider what changes because of his presence? Maybe the situation itself is not resolved. It's not 100% changed. But something is significantly changed because God's presence enters in to that with you. And so would you turn to God and thank him? Thank him that he has never left you and that he promises never to leave you. And would you consider how it might change the way that you experience this dark valley? Um, Would you consider how might this experience be different with the knowledge that God is with you in it? Thank him for his presence and consider what has changed knowing that he's with you in it. That the Lord is our shepherd and therefore we lack nothing. And so let's pause. Let's pause and consider what it is that we've been (laughs) thinking that we lack what it is that we have been wanting, repent of that, and then thank God that that we don't lack those things, that we can pursue other things, not out of lack, but out of abundance. And then in whatever darkest valley we have encountered, just recognizing God's presence with us, recognizing that we are not alone, that it still remains tough, the situation remains difficult, and it remains hard, but nonetheless, God's presence is with us. And of course, we pray this for ourselves, and, and maybe for you, you're thinking, you know, I'm feeling pretty good, I'm feeling like I'm not lacking much, I'm feeling like I'm not really in one of these dark valleys at the moment, I'm really more in a season of, of new orientation, or in a, in a good season right now, and so this is where you take the lesson that we learned from Psalm 119 into this passage, where maybe you pray it over someone else. Maybe there's someone you know who is in this dark valley or someone you know who truly feels like they are lacking and you insert their name into this passage. And so you'd pray over them, uh, you know, Lord, you are so-and-so shepherd. Help them to know that they lack nothing or, or help them to know that you are with them. 
because that's my prayer for all of you. And may you know that the Lord is your shepherd and therefore you lack nothing. May you know that even though you walk through the darkest valley, that you can fear no evil because God is with you. May you go into this next week with that confidence and knowledge that God is with you and you lack nothing. And would you continue to pray into this and to be aware of the places in your life when when God's presence is needed and to recognize he's there. Or be aware of the times when you act like you lack stuff and to turn to God and to have him remind you that you don't, that he's provided for all your needs. And so may you go with the confidence that surely goodness will follow you all the days of your life and that you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Grace and peace. Have a wonderful week. So that's Psalm 23. That's how to pray into the most famous psalm of all. And as we noticed, you know, it's not a difficult psalm to pray in terms of content or in terms of trying to, you know, insert some name into a place where it might be kind of awkward. Instead, that kind of thing is easy with Psalm 23. It's easy to see how to pray. The difficulty comes in actually doing it, right? In actually recognizing the reality that we lack nothing. In actually allowing God's provision to change the way we live and think and move in this world. Uh, Because that's difficult. It is difficult to truly feel like we lack nothing. It is difficult not to go after all of the temptations and all the desires that we have in this world to add and to add and to want. And it is sometimes difficult to feel God's presence with us, um, especially when we walk through the darkest valleys, especially in the face of evil. Often it can be hard. It can be hard to live into this reality. And that's why I think it is so important to pray into Psalm 23. It is so important to come back to this psalm over and over again, because though this is a simple thing to pray, you know, God, help me to not lack anything. Help me to not feel like I lack anything. Help me to feel your presence. Even though that's an easy thing to pray and an easy thing to know how to pray, um, it's a difficult thing um, to actually see. And so this is going to take repeated prayer. You know, these kind of things only happen with fervent prayer. And so would you lean into this? Would you lean into Psalm 23? Would you pray these realities over yourself? Would you ask God to make these changes in your life, to make this tangible, to, to solve these felt needs? so that truly we can live as if God is our shepherd, so truly that we can enjoy this table that he's prepared before us, um, so that for his name's sake, we can be guided by him. So thanks for listening. Thank you for leaning into Psalm 23. May you continually practice this prayer and be shaped and formed by the good shepherd who provides for you, who protects for you, and who is present in your life.